So my daughter came up to me today to show me, she's like, Hey, look what I got. And she showed it to me and I couldn't believe it. Cause I hadn't thought of it in a really long time, but I remember being obsessed with it when I was a kid. Okay. Four leaf clovers. Four leaf clover. I haven't seen one of those. And well, I mean a real one for a while. Yeah. Did you ever look for them? Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably around her age and a little younger. And yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I was pretty focused on finding one. I've, you know, I found maybe three ever. I don't ever remind you, remember finding any. She found two. She found two today. Oh, uh, uh, we're at in your yard. Just in, in her backyard. Okay. Her backyard. She was playing in the backyard and I came over to, to, and, and she showed him to me and, and I, you know, when she said, oh, I found a four leaf clover, I thought, oh, you know, is it really going to be a four? But it was like a legit four leaf clover. And it's, I don't know, it just reminded me of, you know, being so I, I remember like being out on the playground as a kid looking for them and like in our front yard looking for them. But like you, I'm, I mean, I, I haven't thought of that in years, you know, and I certainly haven't looked for a four leaf clover in I don't think I ever like looked for him with my kids, you know? So <clears throat> I don't know. I just thought it was cool because I don't know what the chances of finding them are, but it doesn't seem like it'd be very good. And it takes some persistence, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, you're like looking through tons of clovers, but like one of the things that's um, it's, probably a lost art because clovers are basically a weed and uh if people are getting their lawns treated they're probably not even there so that's right that's there right might be kids out there that haven't ever seen one because their lawns are like perfect right right well that reminds me uh, you know when like years ago when I first got a house, I was kind of obsessed with like not getting the yard treated and trying to manage it organically and like without chemicals and stuff. Right. In part because I just didn't like the chemicals and in part because I didn't want to have to worry about the kids like, you know, being outside and playing with the kids and wondering what was on the grass. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching all of these videos about it and I, f- I found these videos of this old guy this old like i don't know he was like in his 70s and he was like this hardcore organic natural farmer guy and uh like a lawn expert and he was he did these this like series of youtube videos and in one of the videos he was talking about and i i think that i verified this afterwards but i'm not sure about how clover was never it, it clover is an important part of of your yard because it it fixes nitrogen to the soil. Like Mm -hmm. grass itself can't get much nitrogen into the soil and it needs a lot of nitrogen. So if you have clover, the clover gets nitrogen from the air, puts it into the soil and then that can feed the grass. And, but when they, when, um, whatever the like lawn care companies were that first came out with like the chemicals to eliminate weeds in your yard, Mm -hmm. Clo- one of the one of the things that it did was it killed clover too 
And at first they were like, oh crap, we don't want it to kill Clover because Clover is an important part of the yard. They couldn't figure out how to not get it to kill Clover. So then they, the companies just said, okay, well, Clover's a weed. Let's just tell people that we want them, that they should get rid of that too. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's how it ended up. You know, it, it's something that's good, but because they couldn't figure out how not to kill it, they convinced us that it was bad. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't put that together though with the four leaf Clover thing. That's interesting. That's and obviously right. I think. Right. Well, and uh bees also and to me lightning bugs also i think all that has impacted clovers bees and lightning bugs yeah yeah although i mean we we see a fair fair number of lightning bugs like we do we do a lot of lightning bug chasing in the summer so i there i'm i'm always surprised by how many of those we see and although i I do remember going to the 49er once mm-hmm. and in that little, that's a drive-in and in, there's a little forested area near it and looking over one night and just seeing like literally thousands of like, like there were, they were just everywhere. And I, that was like when I was probably 14 or 15 years old. And I don't think I've seen that many in one place since then. Right. And maybe it was just like the perfect night for it with the perfect, you know, temperature or whatever. So they were really active, but lightning bugs are awesome right i just you know remember being at uh, my childhood home and you know they're everywhere this is you know a neighborhood like houses everywhere they're fucking everywhere tons annually now you know i i'll be lucky if i see like a handful yeah of them did you ever, uh, did you ever like <laughs> take them, rub them on your wrist to get the like whitening stuff on your wrist? No, I would catch them and try to like keep them as like pets. Like, yeah. One time I took a jar and I had probably like five of them, and I was like, I don't know, like six years old, and I put, um, the um the uh, lightning bugs in some grass and a piece of a hamburger in there because it, <laughs> because in my head they had to eat so I don't think they ate that little piece of hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> my kids have had various bug not catchers but bug like containers to store bugs in over mm-hmm. the years feed them after they catch them and not once have they ever thought to put meat in it. <laughs> well, That's i would i i'm a you know product of tom and jerry so i would like try to catch birds using a stick tied to yarn and a shoebox that's awesome. My, my kids try to catch rabbits like that, like yeah. set up a, a shoebox with a stick underneath it. Yeah. Uh-huh. My daughter tried to catch a leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day that way. Did it work? Uh, that stinking thing keeps getting away. <laughs> this, this time it dropped a whole bunch of um, strategically placed gold chocolate coins, chocolate coins wrapped in gold foil. 
as he was leaving out the door to uh, to escape. Luckily, the the chocolate coins were kept away from the dogs, so they didn't. That that would be traumatic to wake up looking <laughs> looking for a leprechaun and you see a couple dead dogs in the living room. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that's funny. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, four-leaf clovers. Yeah, lightning bugs for sure. Uh, do you think maybe you're just not looking for them, though? I mean, are you going out trying to catch lightning bugs? No, I just have to look out my window. Oh, that's true. <laughs> maybe you don't have the patience for it anymore. No, man, I like... All right, this summer, this summer, I've got this backyard here. I got, I cut the grass yesterday, and it's a freaking big backyard. And there's a couple of huge trees that'll be great for lightning bug. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like homes. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Habitat, lightning bug habitat, or something. Okay. I don't know. So when we go lightning bug hunting this year, I'll be sure you you come over so you can get your lightning bug fix and okay. show you that they're around, hopefully. Unless there just aren't any here and you're right. That might be the case. Um, speaking of childhood, um, one of the things that my son is obsessed with is, and anybody who knows me or him knows this, is Pokemon. Oh, right. And we've been to the Pokemon World Championships twice. Um, we've we've done a bunch of Pokemon things, and he's been into it for a long time. And are you familiar with Pokemon at all? Just Pikachu, that yellow thing. Okay. That is that is the extent of my knowledge, and I know what's short for Pocket monsters yeah pocket monsters yeah which, which i didn't know until it's been into it yeah. it's probably some some weird like inside joke look at my pocket <laughs> yeah, monster it sounds like it yeah <laughs> it sounds like well you should be up on it it's your your uh your ancestors well you know, i well uh, that's why i think it's a sick joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> They're into some weird shit, uh, as everybody knows. So. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> well, the um, the like the Pokemon trainer, like the guy who trains Pikachu, his like master or whatever. Okay. His name is Ash Ketchum. See, okay. Ash Ketchum. Yeah. This now, is a real person. No, it's oh, not a real person. Oh, okay. It's a character. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and I, I, my son has, you know, I've, I've known the name. My son dressed as Ash Ketchum for Halloween one year. And I've heard about Ash Ketchum for like, I don't know, 10 years or however long mm -hmm. he's been in Pokemon. And I've heard that name said like, you know, hundreds of times. But it just... Like somebody, one of the kids said it just the right way the other day, or I said it or something. And okay. Do you know the Pokemon like slogan, the tagline at the end of the song or like uh, catch them all or something? Yeah. Got to catch them all. Okay. Right. And it didn't occur to me until the other day that Ash, Ke Ash Ketchum 
if you say it fast, sounds like I should catch him. Ash, Ash, catch him. Ash, catch him. I should catch him. Ash, catch him. I should catch him. I'm driving my son crazy now by saying I should catch him. And he's like, Ash, catch him. I'm like, no, I should catch him. (laughs) And I wonder if that, if they like intentionally did that at Ash, catch him. Like I should catch him. (laughs) My son just looked at me and he's like, how did I not think about that? And I was like, I don't know. But then he said, well, it's something else in Japanese. So that's just ridiculous. That, that doesn't make sense. Well, maybe it doesn't make sense, but I'm entertaining myself with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably in Japanese, it's, it's ass ketchup or there's some. Weird <laughs> shit. Notice how, how, uh, how I will conveniently use like we and they, <laughs> when it's a, like something really really weird it's like oh yeah they're Them. so sick when it's <laughs> like it's something positive oh it's like we yeah our people yeah. <laughs> until it gets a little too crazy yeah <laughs> that's funny well funny but you know it makes sense so <laughs> catch them Ash now, now it seems to me that the the um, the um, thing about Pokemon and like I mentioned earlier, I really don't know anything on Pokemon. What I do know is that it knows no age. I mean, it's something oh, that's, that's popular with all ages. Yeah. So, do you think your son is a lifer pokemon fan um it wouldn't surprise me um because i i legitimately think that he's probably going to get into video game design i think that's probably what he's going to go to college for okay and so i can see him getting like heavily you know remain heavily involved heavily involved in all of that stuff um, although in just thinking about it, like he hasn't actually over the past couple months, it seems like Pokemon has kind of slid, slid to the wayside a little bit in favor of just, you know, regular video games, Fortnite, and he's obsessed with this, um, Animal Crossing video game, mm-hmm. which came out like right before all this quarantine stuff happened. And he's playing it and Emily, my older daughter is playing it. And, you know, they're always talking about it. And my youngest daughter is playing it too. And, you know, they, it's, they're talking about it all the time. But then I saw this, this article on CNN website the other day about how like tons of people are playing it. It's like super, super popular now because I guess it takes a lot of time to play and you can get like really involved in it. So it's like the, you know, a perfect thing to do right now when you don't have a lot of other stuff to do besides play video games. So, right. I, he had mentioned it bef- when the previous Animal Crossing came out, but I don't even really, I don't even really know what it is. But yeah, I mean, I could see him remaining. That that was the interesting thing. Of, you know, the first time we went to um, the Pokemon International Championships, which 
how the Pokemon International Championships is different from the than the Pokemon World Championships, I don't really know. <laughs> but the International Championships we went in like 2018 or something in Indianapolis or 2017, 2018, I don't know, whenever. And, um, you know, we kind of went on spur of the moment. And when we went down there, I thought, okay, it's going to be like a bunch of kids and, you know, maybe some teenagers and like, no, that's not. And the world championships was the same way. Like it's heavily, heavily, heavily 18 and up. Like the it's, it is definitely all ages and, it's surprised. It's really surprised me how all ages it was. Right. And the crazy thing about the world championships is they have commentators there that like describe the action going on during the match. <laughs> so there's like the, there's like the card game. There's the video game and the card game, and they will have commentators like a two person broadcast team that. You know, people, they have like an arena set up that like people sit in chairs and watch on screens. These people play either the video game or the card game. And they have people giving like play by play and color commentary on like what's going on. And those people never stop talking. It's it's really impressive, like that they can think of that much to say about Pokemon. But um, and, you know, I don't know anything about it. So watching you know some somebody will like throw down a card and the place will just like erupt in like (laughs) cheers or whatever or like the video game the video game especially like have you ever played a pokemon video game no i haven't i i mean i i don't i've watched many of them and i still don't know what the hell's going on and there was one like in the the like world championship match in nashville in 2018 like the play-by-play i didn't know what was going on i was just listening to the play-by-play people and the guy was like um okay this final this final whatever if this lands he's gonna win the championship and he's right on the verge of winning and then like his character does something Mm -hmm. and something happens and whatever happens is so big that it completely turns it around and the other guy wins was he like, oh, shit, did you just fucking see that? The place like, erupted. <laughs> like, when that thing happened, like, everybody just stood up and cheered. Like, it was literally like, you know, a World Series game-winning home run. Like, Kurt Gibson's and, homer in the yeah. World Series? Yeah. I mean, it was just like, people, they just like shot up out of their seat and started cheering. And I'm sitting there like, what the hell happened? Like, I don't understand. Like, at least with a home run, like, it's obvious. Like, oh, the guy hit the ball and it went over the fence. But, like, I don't see anything that happened that didn't happen 35 times already in this game. Like, somebody explained to me what's going on. And I still didn't. It's something with, um, oh, God. I used to know the guy, the the pokemon's name he resisted some attack or something and because he resisted it it like killed the other guy or something but it was just so like like a 90 percent chance that this one guy was gonna win and off this one move everything went to shit and the other guy won i was just like man like even though i didn't know what was going on even even pokemon has uh win probability then not just like (laughs) baseball football 
<laughs> yeah. And his win probability, man, it was real, real, real low. And then it just like skyrocketed. Wow. I, don't know. I, I bet there's a YouTube. I bet I bet they posted a YouTube video of it. Just in, oh, in, yeah. Um, Where did it happen at? In Nashville? That one was in Nashville. Okay. Yeah. It's the. The Senior Circuit Video Game Championship in Nashville World, the Pokemon World Championships in Nashville in 2018. What circuit? Senior Circuit. Okay, was it for people like 50 and up, or no, like 25? <laughs> because like the the people who were winning like the juniors were like 16, 17 years old. Okay, and I mean, but in like, but some of these, I mean, there were kids there from China and from all over Asia and like, um, you know, Finland and Sweden and like people come from all over the place. And some of these people are, I mean, they like legit play like five or six hours a day, like every single day. Were there people wearing like, like, uh, sunglasses and suits and shit? Or or uh, track suits, or like, <laughs> no. what were they dressed in? No, nothing like that. Most of most of the like competitors just dressed normally. You know, they would, you know, just wear whatever. But were they wearing like headbands and shit? No, but no. many of them um, brought up their own Pokemon, like their own Pokemon, like like stuffed animal or whatever. And like everybody who was playing would not everybody, but most people who were playing would bring up like their favorite Pokemon and have that sitting there with them. Right. But like some of the most interesting people were just like the spectators or, well, I mean, I guess they were spectators. I, you know, I didn't see everybody that was competing, but like some of the spectators and some people get really into it. And it's, I mean, it's cool. It's just a world that I don't understand at all. And even, you know, uh, Snorlax, that was the Pokemon that lost Snorlax. Oh God, I feel so much better. Um, but like my son got to play, he, he wasn't a competitor, but he played in the, they have like these side games that you can play in. Mm-hmm. And he got to play with like kids from other countries, like playing these Pokemon games on their like Nintendo DS and just like, you know, playing one-on-one on, with some kid from Mexico or something. So that's cool. You know, you get to see a bunch of other kids from around the world and stuff. But I got I got to experience, you know, what people probably who don't know anything about sports and go to sports. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. I went to a, I went to a Cubs game last year with uh, my son and we had really good seats that my mom had bought him for for Christmas. And this guy that was sitting like next to us was there on a work outing, but he was from Australia and he had never seen a baseball game before. He'd never been to a baseball game and he didn't really know the rules. Okay. And, um, the game we were at, I think Chris Bryant, I think hit a home run to tie it in the ninth, if I remember correctly. And he, he, like when he hit the home, like we had been talking and when he hit the home run, the Australian guy turned, and looked at me and he said, what just happened? <laughs> and I said, well, he had home run and two runs scored and now it's tied. And he's like, okay, so does it just end in a tie? And I was like, no, it keeps going. And then he, he, like a few minutes later, he's like, so how long can this keep going for? <laughs> it seemed like he was a little worried he was going to be stuck there all night. Right. 
but I think it ended in the 10th inning. So, and they lost, so it wasn't that big of a thing, but that's what, you know, I, I had some sympathy for the guy cause I didn't know what the hell was going on at Pokemon and he didn't know what was going on at the Cubs game. Right. Something then you had to tell him we don't fucking compete for ties like you people do. Right. You have right. to have a winner here. Heck yeah, no ties <laughs> like your stupid uh whatever you guys play. Rugby? Is that, is that Australia? Uh yeah. rugby is, yeah, but yeah. Those guys are hardcore though. Yeah, do they have ties? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. The um they can if they want to because they can kick our asses so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah probably i don't know it's probably one of those things that like you know there's three or four tough guys on the rugby team and the rest of them just stand behind the three or four tough guys <laughs> i don't know i don't know anything about rugby i don't either um all right. Well, that's that's Pokemon and Ash Ketchum. So you'll yeah, never look at Ash Ketchum's name and not hear I should catch him anymore. Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. There you go. All right. Speaking of childhood, also, um, my my kids. So my three youngest kids, fifteen, thirteen, and nine, and you know, we're just hanging out tonight and working on a little project and they're just like bickering back and forth <laughs> and just like nitpicking at each other and like just saying like mean things to each other and not just today, but like, you know, somewhat regularly and, you know, they go through phases or whatever. But the way that like you, you talk about selective memories mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember, I know that I fought with my sisters. I have two older sisters. I know that I fought with them, but I don't ever remember wanting to be mean to them and like wanting to say mean things to them. But I know I had to. Oh, yeah. But it's that I don't remember it, that I don't remember wanting to. Right. Do you remember like wanting like because you're you're the same as me? You're the youngest. You have an older brother and an older sister. Yeah. Like, fight with them, or was I mean, you're, is your brother so much older that it didn't matter? Yeah, didn't yeah. Uh, with my brother, we rarely fought. It, it was him getting mad at me because I was like getting into a shit, really. So, oh, okay. But that's about it. Now my sister and I, that was a that was a whole other animal. We would fight off yeah. and um, get like physical with it, verbal. So, so yeah. And I would do shit to piss her off on purpose because she pissed me off. So, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Your sister always scared me. She always seemed yeah, she, like. She's like. Um, he has a bark and a bite, or I mean, he used to be so like different now. I think, um, yeah, you know, yeah. we haven't, I uh, like, we haven't had an argument since uh, nineteen ninety eight. I mean, there was a oh, really? fight, and uh, yeah, you know, like she, 
Yeah, I mean, I think both of us are older. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot different. But, like, back then, I think back then she didn't have a lot of patience for my shit. So, yeah. Which, yeah, it could be pretty irritating. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. I just remember like in sixth grade, she was in eighth grade. And I remember, uh, and that must've been like when I, you know, that's when you and I first met and you had to meet her in the hallway at school for something. Mm -hmm. And I forget what she said to you, but I just remember thinking like, man, she needs business. <laughs> and I think that was like my lasting, like right. impression of her until like, you know, I don't know, seven or eight or nine years later. Or well, I think know. both of us, like, that's kind of like meeting your sister. Oh, yeah, 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 also yeah. And, like, telling us not to breathe in the backseat of the car. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was, like, holding my breath for three miles. <laughs> right. right. Sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, because I know, and I know I was like, I know I was mean to my sisters, you know, mm -hmm. like my oldest sister, not as much because I knew that she would beat me up and like, right. like I, rem I vividly remember her, like, you know, I was, my friend and I were spying on her in her, in her room and like, she came after me with a shoe and just started like beating me <laughs> with a shoe and I was running down the steps, <laughs> but like my other sister, I would do mean things to her, like. Um, you know, she would, she would be out with her friends and mm -hmm. I would put, put like Vaseline on the toilet seat when she <laughs> came <home>. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like cruel things like that. Now, but, now I can't picture her being like mean back because she's so nice and calm. Yeah, no, she, she wasn't. And like one of the times that I did it, um, you know, my friend Matt, was over and we had it all set up and everything. And then like, she came home sick mm -hmm. and we felt so bad. We had to like undo it real quick because we didn't want to have like trouble when she was already sick. Right. So, you know, there was some sympathy that way. But, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people, you know, I, it's, it's natural to have, you know, fights and arguments and stuff with your siblings i guess but it's just funny how my memory has like kind of cleansed me of any wrongdoing you know because so, it's like i don't remember wanting to do any of that so do your two boys get along pretty well or do they aggravate each other or do they, they pick on the little one like no they constantly aggravate each other constantly <laughs> and like they just have no patience for each other. Mm -hmm. And like my really the, the thing that makes me happiest is when I see my kids get along and I, I just want to be like, you know, sometimes I'll just sit back and watch when they get along and I'm just like, Oh God, this is so nice. But then like the, the, <laughs> the converse of that is just watching them like nitpick at each other right. about nothing and like neither one of them will drop it and they both are just going like would you guys just shut up like you guys are arguing over something that does not matter at all and like it doesn't matter who's right and who's wrong or whatever you know but they just keep going at it because you know god forbid they get proven wrong by their brother and they don't want to have to deal with that you know and ellie like she's nine she's 
just so sweet and she she doesn't bother anybody unless she's being bothered you know right she's kind of had to toughen up a little bit because they'll torment her sometimes do they like try to trick her into doing shit or not so much trick her but like they'll like they'll mock her about things and like she's small so they tease her for being small or um I don't know, just things like that. Or, or they'll like, you know, because Brian is, he's 13 and he just like jokes about everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he can't be serious about anything. So like anything that he can joke about, he'll joke about. And then she gets upset and then that just drives him to joke about it more, you know? Right. So, <clears throat> but it, I mean, it's just normal sibling stuff, but then like, you know, Right now, they're all three out there just watching, you know, YouTube videos of people getting injured. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, you know what, the, 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 um, the, like, the, a very important phrase that you see all, that you see all the time in, like, these, I, I, I remember it from America's Funniest Home Videos, which, you know, that's all the, that's like half what the internet is now is just America's right. Funniest Home Videos put online. But like, it's some variant of, you know, something happens and then somebody says, please tell me you got that on video. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like what's always said. After, tell me you got that. Did you get that? Tell me. And we're watching these videos tonight and some of the stuff I'm like, this is, what the hell are these parents doing? Like, there's a video of this like two-year-old girl standing on a nightstand dancing and then she goes to stand on the she goes to like jump onto the bed or walk onto the bed totally misses the bed and just falls flat on her face on the floor. oh shit wow what the fuck wants to watch that and the, the stupid dad is recording it and you can see that he's recording it because after she falls he points the camera down to the ground and you can see his stupid ass like skeleton shoe things that he has on those like run those like swim you know you're right that, and you can see like okay it's the idiot dad who comes into the room and sees the two-year-old on the nightstand and instead of like helping the two-year-old oh right. let me just record it with my stupid phone or whatever like i don't think i can watch like kids get hurt like um little kids get hurt yeah it's right kind of disturbing yeah that's what that's what my daughter said tonight she's like i i love to see grown-ups and te- and stupid teenagers get hurt but i don't want to see little kids get hurt right. and it's it's totally true because like you know some dumb 17 year old kid who's trying to do like a skateboard trick down a railing on some steps like dude that's not going to turn out well right you know feel that bad for you when you fall and hurt yourself but like some little girl who's just like you know i don't know i i just and then there was like this video of this girl that got stuck in a toilet seat somehow and her mom is recording her and asking her like what are what are you trying to do i'm like if i walked in that bathroom and i saw my daughter stuck in a toilet seat like I'm getting her out right away. Right. Or I'm telling her to get that. I don't know if I touch her because I don't want to be touching. <laughs> but I don't know. It was just that that whole. Did you get that on video? Like I don't know. It's, it's funny. 
Well, I mean, that's the first reaction. Right, so. yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, well, um, yeah. I, I wanted to say about um, you're going back to your sister for a second. I was at the grocery store last weekend and, you know, people are starting to wear masks now at the store. Right. So like, you know, probably well more than half people, half the people in the store now have a mask on. And did, I see this woman and when I look at her, I'm like, I thought it was your sister. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, she's wearing a mask. And I was like, is that? And I'm looking at her. And I was like, it is. And she's like walking towards me and she looks at me. Uh-huh. She's towards me. And I was just about to say, hey, what are you doing here? And when she like looked away and like walked walked the other way. And like she probably thought I was like some psycho looking at her because she no it wasn't her oh oh, okay (laughs) and like but it and i saw the same woman today Mm -hmm. and but it like it really looked like it like i if i looked at her like closely it it obviously wasn't her right but like just when looking and i think part of it is like the face mask because you can't tell who's who well yeah i mean masks masks can really throw you off like yeah what i've noticed is like it's making everybody really good looking because you're missing half the fucking face so it's so hard yeah. to judge half their face is gone yeah so it's a probably a game changer if it sticks on as a fashion statement until you <laughs> pull the mask off and there's just like fucked up teeth and weird looking nose <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was thinking, do you think, I asked my son this and he just looked at me like I was an idiot. Do you think like home invasions have to be declining, right? Because everybody's home all the time. So like nobody's house is getting burglarized right now. Well, you have to be a pretty, I'm sure pretty... that the hardcore burglars don't really care like if I'm catching coronavirus. I mean, I mean, if they yeah, but you like, got to care about people being there. Like most of oh, those things, oh. I think take place when nobody's home. Oh yeah, I got you now. Yeah. So like, if, like those those poor criminals. How are they going <laughs> to make a living? Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, I maybe they don't. Maybe I don't know. I was just thinking about that because the kind of the. Uh, unintended consequences of all of this well unfortunately there are ones who don't fucking care if you're home or not so I'm yeah sure that hasn't changed but but yeah i think the like i you know i wouldn't call um um home invasions like petty crimes but the ones where they're just like looking for fucking jewelry and cash and they're out of there and they wait until you aren't home those are probably less or they're hitting like things that i don't know like businesses maybe oh yeah yeah because they're I mean, just, all those are changing up the locations so maybe they're like like instead of feeling you know traditional items are like fucking taking the fucking copper pipes out of a restaurant now. I don't yeah. Know. 
that that's that's an that's an interesting product to go to, Brian. Copper pipes in a restaurant. It's like you've thought of that or something. Well, I mean, like in um, new construction homes, like copper pipe yeah. being ripped off, it's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Of course, I wouldn't know that firsthand, but I've heard. <laughs> of course. What are you drinking tonight? So earlier, I was drinking a Pimm's cup, which is um, Pimm's liqueur. It's like a gin-based liqueur with herbs and spices in it. And then... Um, Am I muddle some strawberry, lemon, lime, and cucumber at the bottom and nice. the pims in and then top it off with this um, lemon, lime, seltzer water. And then now I am drinking an old fashioned. So used um, Michter's bourbon and uh reagan's uh orange bitters so nice very good good what are you having uh i'm just going with the next coast ipa by goose island i um i was gonna do uh i was gonna do an old-fashioned tonight too but um i didn't get a chance to make any syrup so i didn't do it okay but hopefully i'll have it done soon i got some some uh, four roses nice four roses is that what it yeah. is yeah mm-hmm. four roses to polish off um i read this article about cook about how people are cooking more in isolation because they have more time mm-hmm. is that happening at your household are you cooking more are you cooking more adventurously yeah uh Cooking is happening more, yeah. Um, then trying to order order out on the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's so like hard to imagine how a lot of these restaurants are going to be able to muddle through and keep going. I mean, a lot of them are open for carryout, but I was I was paying particular attention this past week while I've been thinking about it, about, you know, how many cars are at restaurants and stuff, I never see more than like three or four cars anywhere, you know? So it's just crazy to think how, you know, how long that they can go like this, but hopefully they can stick around. But um, what were you going to say? Who? Me? You? Oh, no, no. Um, but with the with the whole cooking thing, like um, part of it is because I'm, you know, I got it. I'm cooking for myself every night. And um, I are you a chorizo fan? Oh, yeah. I like chorizo. I've only had chorizo like once in my life, but I um, was trying to figure out what to cook the other night. And I came up with this chorizo um, chickpeas, uh, dish and chorizo is so good. It is. 
I don't think I've ever even cooked it before. I think I had it at a, at a restaurant one time, but I cooked it up the other night and I was surprised. Like I, I, for some reason I had it in my mind that it wasn't that great, but it was like smoky, somewhat spiciness of it was really good. And, um, so then I, I did it with the chickpeas one night and then did a little like Vietnamese carrot salad with it, um, last night. And it was, or I don't know, sometime. And, um, it's going to be in the regular rotation now. I think chorizo. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorites is chorizo and eggs. It's really good. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Um, yeah, I guess I do see that at like breakfast places and mm-hmm. like a skillet or something, right. trees and potatoes or something. Um, but that just, it always makes me wonder like how many things you're missing at the grocery store, you know, because I've read this thing where like most people buy the same like, you know, 60 items for the most part. And, you know, there's way more items than that in a grocery store. So like all of these things that you're missing out on because you're just a you know, creature of habit in most things and eating is one of those things, you know. But a few years ago, you got me into, um, damn it, not oysters. What the hell are the canned things? Uh, oh, sardines. Sardines, yeah. Yeah. And, um, sardines. I was I was into them for a while there, but I haven't gone back to them. But I I might. Those grilled sardines were good. Oh yeah, they're fucking awesome. They're so awesome. And when you know if you head on Amazon and uh, pay a little extra and get them from like Western Europe, holy shit, they're really good. Oh really? Because I, I remember we had that discussion about whether they're. Because they vary in price quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if it mattered, like yeah. if the price mattered. And you said it, it for sure does. Oh, but yeah. I was just getting them from stores. Yeah, so. I mean, at like uh, Meyer, the top line is like King Oscar. Okay? Yeah, and and when you buy, I think it's like Beach Cliff or uh, and and like Starkist, Those fucking suck. Yeah. But when you get the kind of higher end, like Fufu ones, bougie sardines, um, <laughs> get them at like Whole Foods or, um, like I mentioned, if you had on Amazon, there's there's some really good ones. Oh, and they're huge. They're fucking huge. Not, oh, really? Yeah, not those like little ones. They are huge. Yeah. Yeah, that was the problem. I remember when I was eating them, I, I like, I can't eat them straight out of a can. Like that's just too much, but to grill them, grilling them, they were good, but they kept falling in the, in the grate. <laughs> so, like, I could use, you know, a, although I mean, use a pan? Probably, well, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to just cook them on the, I have a grill top on my oven now or on my stove now. Mm-hmm. So I can just do that. But, um, have you noticed how just like, Cooking trends. So, you're not too long back, you know, like burgers and steaks had to be cooked on a grill. Like, had, had right. to be, okay? Now, 
the like hardcore people, if you cook a steak or burger on a grill, you're like an idiot. I mean, yeah. it should be claimed like cooked out cooked in a cast iron pan blah 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 i understand that i, I do cast iron periodically but i just it's interesting to how the trends change and the opinions change yeah yeah it, it is and you know i would like to you know, I like to think that some of that is just evolution of things, you know, but I think a lot of it is also just, you know, being a new trend or whatever, you know, doing, doing something a different way. Right. Or, well, I mean, cast iron didn't just right. pop up a few years yeah. ago. It's fucking goddamn 1700s. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, the idea of, you know, cooking a burger on that instead of on a grill, you know, that transition of, you right. know, from a grill a cast iron or whatever um uh could you could you imagine like heading heading back to to like 1750 and eating a like a ham and beans stew from some fucking cast iron cauldron that was like never washed right yeah probably kind of been awesome yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, you know, it probably wasn't just ham and, you know, it was probably also like, you know, raccoon or. Well, sure, but they were like trendy and didn't even realize it. They were yeah. doing it to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Remember like 10 years ago, you and I were going to catch a, a possum. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just catch a possum. Yes. And roast a possum. Oh and yeah! It. And, and your brother said, "Like those things are disease. Like that's disgusting. They eat trash. Like yeah, right. But I mean, it sounded so so good. It just and it, it sounded but so then it, easy. But then I had this great idea. Like we'll just keep it alive for like a couple of weeks and feed it grains and stuff right. to like." Yeah, it's system. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go through with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Possums are scary. Yeah, they're pretty weird looking. I mean, I numerous times I've opened my garbage can to see a possum inside. Looking right back at you? Not like, well, one time looking back, but frequently just like laying there. And like, it. I just want to like... Oh, like I see it, I'm just like practically running away, even though I know the thing's not going to like come chase me. But... Didn't you have a um, run-in with a raccoon like ten years ago in a garbage can? Well, we had the, we had the possums. There was the raccoon, and then we all there were also skunks that lived under the um, shed of the house behind us. Oh. And like one night we saw like five or six skunks going under that shed. And luckily I never saw them, but the possum, like the, I saw possums in the garbage can so many times that I finally developed like a system for like dealing with them. Like when I see them, I just like knock the garbage can over. Right. And like usually the possum doesn't come out right away, but within a few minutes, like it'll just hustle out and 
because most of the time, like when they get in the garbage can, they're stuck. Like they can't get the hell out of there. They can't climb up the sides of the garbage can. And I don't even know how they got in the garbage can because there's a lid on it. You know, it's just those big, like 96 gallon plastic tubs. But somehow they got in there and he was never getting out if I didn't let him out. So I just knocked it over and like five minutes later, he comes running out. But they're gross. I don't, if we caught one, like if I, if I was going to die, I'd rather eat a possum than die. But there's not too many other situations where I think I'd probably eat one. But we'll listen to this podcast in 10 years and it'll be, you know, a delicate, a uh, delicacy roasted pot. That'll be the next, uh, trend like bacon wrap yeah. possum yeah bacon wrap <laughs> possum cheek yeah <laughs> well i was listening to an old episode of the wtf podcast and i forget the guy that they had on there but it was a middle eastern guy and he said that his dad had like all of these businesses over the years and one of he had this restaurant that like broke even like three years in a row and like, it, you know, it was fine, but they weren't like making any big money on it. So he got rid of it. And then a couple of years later, um, chickpeas and um, hummus started to really catch on. And like all and he like their specialty was hummus at this. Like they were known for how good their hummus was at this restaurant, which I mean, that's not really a main menu item but that's what they were known for and his dad like lamented that he had gotten out of the restaurant business just like a couple of years too early before hummus got got real popular <laughs> so maybe that's where we are with uh with possums you know just hold on it'll be popular in a few years the um the raccoon thing though that i think of is from that um we might have talked about this before. Um, the Great Outdoors, I think, with uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. I think that's who was in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, the possums keep attacking their garbage cans and, like, messing stuff up. That's what I think of every time I think of possums is the Great Outdoors. That and the one that took our Doritos when we went camping. Yep. Yep, that and a bag of uh, marshmallows, too, right? Marshmallows, yeah, yeah, Marshmallow? yeah. They're they're pretty filthy animals too, pot or raccoons. Oh hell yeah, they are. There's that one. Did you ever go to Brookfield Zoo and see that one in the like petting zoo area? Like you can't pet it. Maybe it's the children's zoo or whatever. But like that thing, it has to be like fifty pounds. <laughs> like it is. I haven't seen I mean, it. It's a captive possum that just gets to eat all day and doesn't have to hunt for its food. So it's just like sitting there gorging itself all the time. Yeah, I uh, I um, stopped heading to zoos a while ago. Yeah. I, yeah. Are you anti-zoo? Well, I mean, I'm anti-zoo because I, I, if I go, I look like a fucking pedophile. I mean... <laughs> Here I am, like, liking zoos, and, you know, I think they're cool, and then I, and back in, like, I don't know, like, 03, I was like, oh, shit, I think I'm too fucking old, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't be here without a kid, like, 
So, yeah, no. I mean, there are just certain things I can't do because I look out of place. So, <laughs> so and Zoo is one of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been in a long time, but, um, and they're closed now. Right. Um, I saw this article, I didn't bring it up to my kids, but I saw this article about the zoo in, um, somewhere in Germany where the guy, the, the like head of the zoo said, like, if they have to stay closed too long, they might have to resort to feeding some animals to the other animals. Are you serious? Yeah. Like if their food supply is interrupted and if they don't have enough like people to care for the animals mm -hmm. said like, you know, obviously we don't want to do that, but we realize it might be something that we end up having to do and kill some animals and feed them to others. Which, you know, it's it sounds shocking, but I mean, it's just what nature is. Just one animal eating another. Not something you expect to see at the zoo, though. Well, right. Yeah. Well, Although, <laughs> I will say, speaking of Brookfield Zoo, like 10 years ago, they opened up this new uh, Great Bear Wilderness or something. Mm-hmm. And as part of the bear wilderness, there's, um, there's a bison area with like all of these like wild, you know, roaming bison around. And there's a little restaurant in that area. And in the restaurant, you can actually order a bison burger. <laughs> <laughs> Which the first time I saw it, I was like, that doesn't it just seem wrong? Like, you can just order a bison burger after you just saw a bison running around. <laughs> I think we're trying to like, you know, talk about the importance and, and sustainability of bison or whatever, but it just seemed like, you know, a real shitty thing to do to the poor bison. Do you think they're them. from there? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, who knows? Who, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I mean that's what, uh, uh, Fair Oaks got in trouble for that, right? Or, or were they telling people they weren't um, sending cows off for meat, but they were or something? Right. Yeah. Some they were they were doing a whole bunch of stuff. That did they, that whole so, operation. Did they ever rebound from the bad optics of their operation? Like I, I, I forgot think about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that they're probably fine. I mean, yeah. they really, you know, they probably lost some customers, but like for the most part, people are going to forget about it and they're going to go back. They're going to go right back and buy whatever they bought before. And they're going to go and pay, you know, an arm and a leg to take a tour of, you know, some nice to see some nice animals being born and stuff like that. But um, did you we went go to that place? We went there once. Oh, just, ago. oh, okay. And we, when we went there, it was right after I read, um, I think it's the Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan. Mm -hmm. And in one of them, and he talks about, um, you know, how the industrial farm, industrial farms, and meat production, and and milk production, 
and so I, as we were taking a tour of that place, I was just, I'm sure my kids just thought I was obnoxious because I was just pointing out like all of this stuff, like, oh yeah, I read about this and this is what they're doing here. And look, they're feeding the, the cows corn and they can't even digest corn. So then they have to give them all these hormones for corn. And, um, and you know, it was, they build themselves is this like, oh, go see the baby cows and, you know, see the cow give birth and like all of this stuff. But really, it's just like an industrial animal operation. It's disgusting, you know, so but and the, we were going to go another time after that. And I just remember thinking it was like outrageously expensive. It was like I want to say it was like $30 per person for a tour or something like that. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm not going to pay that much just to go look at some animals, you know? I, mean, I, I don't know. And if you, like, I had, like, three or four kids, I'm going to spend, like, 150 bucks to go on your stupid Fair Oaks Farms tour. Mm-hmm. So that didn't happen. That was a one-time thing. But I don't, I'm sure they bounced back just fine. Yeah, I... Well, uh, when did that happen? In in like what, like April or something? Yeah, it seems like it was about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, uh, for the most part, Americans have a pretty short memory when it comes to things that you know their mass consumption habits. You know, sure, we can get outraged about something for a little while, but if it means that we're going to have to do without it, we don't really want to have to hear about that. Well, I mean, one would one would think with certain things like like if you're outraged with um, Fair Oaks, you can buy other milks and cheeses, right? And yeah. So, and is it is it that good then? Is there? Right. I haven't ever had any fair oaks products unless somebody put a cheese tray out and uh and they didn't tell me i don't i don't think i have so right um they might have like hardcore fans who are like oh my god this is the fucking best milk ever i don't know yeah 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 i don't i don't i mean i didn't i wasn't a devotee or anything so i don't i don't really know but um I, you know, when growing up, I was, I loved milk and I drank milk all the time and I can't, it's probably been 10, 10 or 15 years since I had a glass, a glass of milk. Oh yeah. I like just the idea of drinking milk to me now is just like, so fucking disgusting. What? No, thank you. (laughs) The only time I ever drank milk was, was in cereal that yeah that was the only so even as a kid did you no i hated it no hated it i i mean i loved it as a kid that was like my primary drink when i was a kid and that's how my older son is now like he loves milk and he drinks it all the time Mm -hmm. but and like so much so that i have to be like you know you like you can't have milk but um but like you know i don't want to do that but i just like I don't want to drink that, but I have no problem with ice cream or cheese, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It just tastes different, though. Yeah. And, you know, just the whole idea of it being processed a little bit more. 
like if I don't know, like if there was extra sharp cheddar milk, maybe I'd drink it. <laughs> that's that's an interesting idea. Well, now, like when I do have, I bought some cereal cereal at the store today, and I. If I, I haven't had cereal in a long time, but I might have a bowl. And but when for the past like ten years, when I have it, I have I just use almond milk because freaking almond milk's delicious, and it doesn't have make me think about like cows' udders and stuff. So <laughs> just stick with the almond milk instead. Oh, I I can't even think of, it. Just grosses me out. But my kids like it, or. My son likes it, so he can keep drinking. What's he drinking? Like two percent skim whole? Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever I buy. Really, usually I try to. You most of the time I'll buy either skim or one percent. Why don't you buy um, a buttermilk and like check what he does? I I have I have I have buttermilk in the refrigerator right now. We just used some buttermilk tonight. Um, I should see if he wants some and see what he thinks. Yeah, that stuff. As I was pouring it tonight, I was like, "Man, this is really thick. Like, you can almost chew this." (laughs) Some of that, or some heavy whipping cream. (laughs) 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 You think that two percent is good? Try this thirty-six (laughs) percent and see what you think of that. Fucking chokeable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, thank you. All right, man. I think we made it through another episode. Yes, we have. I mean... Uh, this is number 33, I think. Is it? I, I, I don't know. I don't usually count until I put them up, and that's what I saved it as, is 33. So, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever episode it is, it's over now. Yeah, I was... No, I had mentioned earlier that I was... Um, drinking a uh, Pimm's cup and um, one of the most crucial ingredients uh, in a Pimm's cup is uh, is the ice and um, naturally laying ice is the best ice to have uh, with a Pimm's cup so so laying ice was uh, making my pins cup happy, and my <laughs> then in turn it made me happy. It does the job. Yes, it does. All right. Well, that's another hour, another happily spent hour. I hope we're making your Monday brighter, and uh, come back on Thursday, and we'll have some more scintillating conversation for you. But until then, thanks for listening.